0: It's Lizzie Grubman. It's so great to speak to Adam and Dax on Hollywood Raw. Please tune in um, and get an inside look of what I'm up to, what I'm working on, and what Hollywood and the music business is going through right now. Hey, everybody, it's Tony Robbins.
1: Hey, guys, I'm Audrina patrick Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt in, well, not in Los Angeles. I was going to say Los Angeles, but I'm not. I'm in Orange County, which is way better than Los Angeles. California. <laughs> and then I got Adam on the other side of the country, not in New York. <laughs> he is down uh, toasting his buns in Miami right now, just living the life. This is what all you just lovely people out there. Do, does most of New York go like travel down to Miami or just get out of the city? Yes,
2: but not during this time of year. During this time of year it's a little too hot here. There's no you want to stay like I guess the New Yorkers either go to the Jersey Shore. If you have a lot of money, go to the Hamptons or Nantucket. Um I don't have a lot of money, so I had to go down to Florida. Um so <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'm just down here for the weekend, uh, just kind of hanging out. It's nice weather. It's good to be down here. Miami's fun during the winter, everyone in the East Coast, like they try to they go to Miami probably yeah, at least try to go multiple times, not just for the weather, but for the for the Instagram. Yeah. You
1: know? hmm you, in you gotta, gotta say you're in Florida. You gotta say in Miami. Got to do it for the gram. Well, today we got uh, a big guest on, someone that we have wanted on for quite some time, Lizzie Gerbman, who, uh, was is just a huge, huge publicist in the world of PR and in entertainment in general. She used to have a, a TV show on MTV called Power Girls. That's how I started to know her name because that show was like a really big deal. It kind of gave you an inside glimpse of just the, the world of socialites and partying and PR and like everything. And she's represented some of the biggest people in the world, like Jay-Z and Brittany and Justin, like just, she's done it all. And I feel like we talk so much about publicists and their role in the entertainment world. And so having her on i feel like there's a lot of questions we can ask her to kind of get that inside glimpse of what is it really like being a publicist like you know we we've had crisis pr on we've had some other publicists but like this is she's one of the top publicists out there so i'm i'm really excited to have her on um adam what what is what's the one thing that you're most excited to talk to her about
2: i just love having these candid conversations with these people um because i'm interested in what they do what their exact role is and i hope our audience i mean i mean i gotta imagine you guys are rolling with us you've been with us for a while now that you guys are curious about this job because it's a very vague job you hear the term a lot but what do they exactly do especially nowadays how much control do they exactly have with mm-hmm. you know if you have a high profile client i know you guys love a lot of blind item stuff how do you control the blind items and do you even respond to that stuff, or you just kind of let it be? Does it become a fart in the wind, uh, and just kind of like <laughs> let it blow over? A fart <laughs> I in the wind. Uh, you just wanted to blow over a little bit. So, uh, but I'm excited for Lizzie because, again, either if you know her, you know she's a legend. If you don't know her, you should know she's a legend in the PR game. Before we get to Lizzie, we read your reviews live on air. It's we love it. It's we just want to give show some love to the people that showed us some love. Dax, do you have a review ready for us?
1: Yep, I got an iTunes review right here. This one is from yyxy Forever, And it says, uh, five stars. Love this podcast uh, at Jen Hill. I love this podcast. It brings me joy every Friday morning when I'm getting ready for work. Just join the Facebook group. Question is, is Adam single? Love you guys, Ooh.
2: Jen Hill. You got no chance. I am off the market. <laughs> Dax and I, it's announced we are together. We have been dating for a long time. You guys finally know we have a long distance relationship. When I see Dax once a year, we get it on. Um, no, that's so stupid. <laughs> this is crazy. Dax and I, we we only get to see each other. Maybe we talk pretty much every day. And then we only get to see each other once or twice a year, really. I mean, I don't know.
1: It's And it's always so funny because it's like almost awkward because I'm like, I'm not supposed to see you in person. (laughs) Like you're supposed to always just be on the other side of the country in like a little like little Skype box that I see.
2: And then this time, you know, we just saw each other a few weeks ago. We we meet up in a Target parking lot, and then we ride over to Heather McDonald's podcast, and then we go back to the Target podcast, and that's it. Because yeah, we went guys.
1: back to Target, walked in, used the restroom, took yeah. a photo, and left. <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> and we're like, really... "Good seeing you, bro. Have a good one." Even though you were yeah. here for like a week, I saw you for I... three hours. Dude, I'm a working guy. I gotta make money moves,
2: man. I'm making money moves. <laughs> um, but thank you, Jen, for the um the um the 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 respect for reaching out i really appreciate you jen um on to our guest today dax do you do you have uh tell us about our guest today
1: our guest today is a legendary publicist. Some consider her a socialite in her own right. She is so well-known in the PR industry. Leslie Grubman, welcome to the podcast. So, Lizzie, thank you for coming on the podcast.
2: It's, uh, you know, you, you are a legend in the game of publicists. You know, people know you from MTV. You know, some people like myself who grew up on you. I just remember as a tri-state growing kid, that I would read page six and see your name all over and see that you were just a mogul. You were a very powerful person. But for our audience who doesn't know what a publicist does or what they exactly do, what explain the job of a publicist.
0: It's a part of marketing, but it's unpaid advertising. That's the best way I can say it for magazines and television networks and all that. And it's also, you try to be as authentic to the brand, the person, the place, whatever it is, and be real about it. Um, So, but, you know, when I started, it's so different now. We had so many magazines, so many newspapers. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have social media. I mean, so... We didn't even have email. I remember sitting by a fax machine. My first job, MTV. I actually was an intern and worked there for about eight months. After, um, as an actual real employee, and they put me on a country music, and I almost lost it. I was like, country music? <laughs> no, I liked you know pop. Um, so uh, basically, um, you know. Nowadays, all the magazines are not in print. It's all about podcasts. And again, I love you guys. You know that, Adam. I've known you forever. When how long haven't I seen you? Even <laughs> it's like I haven't seen you.
2: It's been a while pre pre COVID, but before that, it's just been a while. I think how I long? Have you in LA? Uh, well, I'm in Miami now. I'm in New York, but I'm in. But last time I saw you this is going to this is gonna age you a little bit, but last time I saw you is when Rachel, yeah. you could tell, opened up her store.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. She so opened
2: up a little cute store in the <laughs> Upper West Side and uh, you were helping her out for a little bit. And I remember yeah, she yeah, was... Very, so
0: I mean, I like Rachel. I just don't work for Rachel.
2: No, no, but I remember she was so nervous and you were just like, Rachel, just calm down. Just chill. Relax. It's all good. And uh, you were just the one who kind of made it happen, kind of gained some publicity to her store and... And you were, I don't know, you were just ahead of the game. You were, you just knew your stuff. You knew everyone. Everyone knew you. Know
0: you. I'm, I get bored. So I like to take people who either in the start of their career or even brands or whatever it is and build it, or take people who like in the crisis department, I love to fix problems. Okay. So mm. I love to make things, you know, happen. But if I blatantly don't believe the person in crisis, I will not take that person. So you know, I you know,
1: have- I know you can't always talk about every client you've worked with. But has there ever been someone out there that has gone through a major crisis? You're like, damn, I, w- I like, I could represent them so well. I could have changed the narrative for them, and they, they, they just missed the mark. Because there's been some ma- major crisis yeah, PRs but, you know, that,
0: um. I think that I learned crisis and I was left with nothing to do. Okay. Not nothing to do, but like during quarantine and COVID, like there was nothing, like there was no work. My actor, the my management company, no one was recording. If they were recording, they were, you know, doing it in a closet. Um, and if not, you know, they were in the Hamptons. It was no, it, the whole thing was a disaster. So that's when I really focused on it. But I, I learned from experience and <laughs> I'll leave it at that. You know what I mean? that's how I really learned how to deal and, and read between the lines.
1: Well, how about this? What would you, what would your strategy be for Tom Sandoval right now?
0: I think, honestly, I think this is a press thing. I mean, this is the best thing that ever happened. Last season was awful. I would tell them, you know, I, all of them. I think Tom is Tom. Will they get fired? Why? Would you? I mean, it wouldn't make sense for Tom. Maybe Raquel doesn't come back, and they whatever or Rachel, whatever her name is. But my point to you is like, I don't think it's bad. I think it's now getting a little overkill. They should chill out for a minute, but that's all.
1: See what I love about your answer is it's good press because it is good press. Like at yes, the end of the day, Bravo. this is the best thing that happened for the show.
0: and also even that peacock that I wish I can get on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. So, you know, if you were the publicist of Bravo right now, would you just say oh, keep doing what you're doing? Cause I felt like the 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 cast members are just throwing so much gas on the fire where they're going to be able to use this for, obviously – for more money, but if you're the publicist for Bravo, Mm -hmm. what what would you tell the cast members? Do you say, just keep going, keep doing what you're doing? I think they need
0: a pause till they really figure out what's really going on. Meaning like a few months, not like a two years. Okay. We need their programming back on the air. And I think they bring back maybe some of the old cast members that were asked to leave, like the originals. Why this season, I think was the best I've seen in a long time. It was, the people I watched in season one, and believe me, I watched Vanderpump Rules. It's one of my favorite reality shows on TV.
1: Well, they brought Kristen back. Kristen's coming we have to back now. About a half five. hour,
0: okay, half a second. I shouldn't be <laughs> giving her a half hour. You like know, a <laughs> half a second from old footage, but they really have to bring her back. You know, no. that was on the extended version, I believe, on Peacock, not on, on the actual. Meme.
1: No, I mean we've talked about it numerous times. I. You know, Kristen came on our podcast right after being fired and talked all about it. And my big takeaway was that that was a big fail on Bravo's part. Like that could have been a learning moment for the world, like watching her learn what she did wrong rather than. Just firing her? Like, I. Well,
0: think- you know what? It was a case of bad timing. Okay. They had no choice, Stasi included. And Stasi was the star of the TV show. Okay. Yep. She was as big as anyone between her and Lala now, in my personal opinion. Okay. I think Lala is great. But I think also, going back to what you asked me before, Lala is a lot of what everyone saw on the reunion, I think was personal. Like, Problems that were coming out and venting, you know, no one likes to be called a mistress. Who? I mean, I mean, but at the same time, meanwhile, she's calling, you know, but I think Lala is great. I think she makes the show too, and she's not one of the originals.
2: Yeah. Lizzie, going back to your job as a publicist, how do you maintain a good relationship with the media outlets and the writers? Because at the end of the day, you know, there is chances when you have high profile clients, they are going to write negative stuff about your clients and you want to be able to control the narrative a little bit and you only have so much control. Well, but yeah,
0: yeah. I can answer this in one, you know, never lie. I mean, if you're going to lie to the media, your credibility is out the window. Uh, So I, you know, I'm big on the note. I never comment, even if they're not doing anything wrong. So it doesn't look weird. But if it's a real serious situation, then obviously we all work together. Anyone who says, wow, those sources are this or that, if they're friends and they're people who are calling everybody, you know, um, that's what I don't like. The misconception of the sources,
2: -hmm. you know. So let me. When we read a story and you see sources close to, let's just say, one of your clients, Mm -hmm. is that? That's not. That's not. Who? Yeah. Who is the sources?
0: They're friends. They're people who I don't. Managers, maybe I'm a manager, but I'm talking about when I strictly stay in the PR lane here. I mean, I'm not going to tell you guys I was never a source, but it was never a source to hurt someone. That's the difference, okay? You, there's it. things of being sources. You don't call if you run into someone who's hypothetically, you know, you know, not you, you run into like you. Tom, okay, in a restaurant. He's not my client. Never even met him, okay? And I call and I say, Guess who's in New York? Guess who I saw at dinner? That's the same concept. So, you know, and I overheard him, like the girl on the plane, that TMZ, and well, who broke that story, TMZ or um, New York Post, of the phone? That was the best stage picture of all time. I mean, come on. I could do that too. I mean, oh, the Sandoval one? Yeah, I mean, uh, who's his publicist?
1: I have no idea.
2: <laughs> I, see, I feel like a lot of them are represented by the same person in that No, group. they have,
0: all of have the same agent, which is ridiculous. And yeah.
2: Have,
0: I, you know, um, it's not ridiculous because the originals, but not, I, I think Lala has her own, but the Toms and I'm, you know, a bunch of them have their own. But I remember meeting Jax um, and he just simply couldn't afford me. Now he's like, you know, all those guys made so much money.
1: I have a question for you, Lizzie. Over the mm-hmm. years, because uh, earlier you are talking about how much the landscape has changed in mm-hmm. publicity and PR because there's social media, there's now podcasts and all that stuff. Has Twitter and some of these social media platforms made your job harder because now – people say dumb shit or post stupid things that, like, get them in trouble? It's
0: inevitable I do, okay? I mean, a spell check needs a whole revamp, according to me. I mean, they have my misspellings in their thing. So I'm, like, reading a post I do on my Instagram, I'm like, whoa. I really (laughs) seem illiterate. But, you know, I've been told it's endearing, so I'll go with that.
1: But like no, just yeah, the Instagram
0: access. is definitely yes because the problem here is, you know. But I help this, you know. I don't want. I it's not my thing to do to mm-hmm. craft a statement, put it on your Instagram. You know, you're never going to see something like that. If like the the what was one of the, uh, Paltrow's famous line, um the conscious, uh, you know. Oh, couple people,
1: unconscious uncoupling or whatever yeah, the heck I it mean, was. Conscious uncoupling. Know,
0: you know what? It probably happened. Twenty media outlets found out they filed for divorce, as you both know. Okay, and guess what? Boom! It's an easier way. I don't. I'm not a Twitter person like I was when it first came out mm-hmm. as a news feed. But I, it's very hard to navigate now. In my, I'm just saying,
1: if you're representing a client, they now have access to say something quickly to a lot of people. Yeah, and then that I maybe have... you don't. You're like, no, no, no. We would have said something yeah. different.
0: Mm, yeah, but you know what? I media train them. I don't know. I really haven't had that problem. The only problem I've had it with is myself because I can't spell. <laughs> 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 No, and it, you know, but I'm being honest with you, I really haven't had that hasn't been like one of the real big problems here. The big problems is magazines getting upset they're not getting babies on the cover. They mm-hmm. used to pay. And you know, right now is a really trying time for these, you know, especially the you know, writers, the actors and everyone who's doing T V shows. They can't they only can do reality. And everyone thinks reality cheapens your image, but it really doesn't.
2: Yeah. So how much were these people, and were you the one brokering the deals when they would get you know, a cover, let's say, of People Magazine or Us Weekly of showing off their kid? Were, is that something you'd get involved in, or how did I that mean, work? I mean, I have the people who do it, but do I personally broker the deal? No.
0: I, would, I mean, I, I. you know, if you go out of the country like Australia or, you know, London or England, but all those papers, they pay. In the States, they very rarely pay. OK, but they do on occasion, as we all know. Everyone will say they don't pay, but they pay. Um, but the reality here is that like. No, I had someone else. I, you know, I am th- I have a lot of a different outside affiliations, so I'd rather not be involved in that. I know where, when to stay in my lane and what I do best, and I stick in the lane.
2: Yeah. How <laughs> scary is, how scary is something like Dumois with you? And I say that because Dumois, you know, they, they're the first ones, to, you know, she is the first one to say that some, are, you know, she's not able to, she's not the, she's not saying she's overly confident in what she's getting stuff written to her but she still posts about it and a lot of stuff is true but some of the stuff obviously might not Mm -hmm. be true so as a publicist do you get concerned with something like that and how would how do you can work yeah i
0: mean yes but i yes a
2: hundred percent a hundred percent
0: but i haven't had that problem As I said, like, I think I have to have that or been hired for a problem like that, should I say. Um, So I think that when I'm in it, I can give you a perfect answer. No one can control what anyone says. I can't control what you're going to ask me next. I can't control anything. I can't, you know, um, I'm supposed to control myself. And I told you straight out, like, I'm. I, as you all can tell, I have ADD. So I talk a mile a minute. And basically, you know, it's very hard. So I type a mile a minute. That's my problem.
1: When, go, and going on back to you personally, you know, PR is not the easiest game to get into. How did you get so successful so quickly at such a young age?
0: I did it differently, I think. I think we all did it differently. I don't You know, there was a group of us who all are our own companies. Um, I didn't believe in the press release. I'll Mm -hmm. tell you that, and I still don't. I only do press releases when i um, you know, I'm working for a public company. Um, I think press releases... No one's writing the same thing. Press releases are good because if you're taking a company public or something like that, it goes. That's great, but for someone like me, for Sex, in, let's use Sex in the City, okay? Not the uh, new one. When I worked for HBO and we did the premieres, you know, sending out a press release. Didn't mean no good. Sending out a photo or tip sheet was the best, you know, that made the event or the premiere or who was in the first episode. You know, we would do magazines and we'd go through the article piece by piece and pull out the, you know, the buzz quotes. Mm So, yes. So when you... And now, in terms of like social media and the blogs and YouTube and this and that, it's a lot.
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: And I, that's why I have to hire younger because I can't. Uh-huh. It's
1: when, like
0: it overwhelming.
2: When I first like started hearing about you again, as you were a, a few years older than me, and I was growing up, and I would read Page Six and I'd see your name and stuff. I remember there was a story by the New York Magazine saying you were one of the most powerful people in New York City. Did you? I mean, I mean
0: I, let's slow down here. That's <laughs> not true, okay? I mean, I'm what? Am I 25 and I'm so powerful? But,
2: but you were like it was. It was a different time back then than it is now, okay, but and still. It, you were the gatekeeper, which they would say. So it was a very like powerful position but power in a different way it was just yeah, power you,
0: if you wanted to go out and be seen and be in a a-list party sure okay yeah what other power did i have but i didn't even have that power i just made sure again we'd have the right doorman we'd have the right person everything i always did back in the day when i was really like doing events on top of all this even launching a AOL no one knew what AOL was can you imagine this this is like in the late late 90s maybe 98 okay it was so much fun because it was just having parties with for your friends okay and basically knowing everybody and then giving them stuff and plus you know I get you know got to know a lot of people um whether it was in New York and Los Angeles, we were always back and forth. Um, And also half of the New York kids who are now, whether they're fashion designers or whatever they're doing worked for me. You know, know, Nicole Richie was an intern. Okay, Um, I had, who else was an intern? I mean, I can go on and on and on, but we had, like, Nikki Hilton. Well, Paris was, you know, always Mm -hmm. around. I think it was Nikki, because I had to, and Casey Johnson, and she's not with us anymore, but she was an intern. I mean, we had that friend group, as my kids would call it. When we were, you know, we'd call it a clique when we were their age, but they call it friend groups. Um, and we just had a really good time because I thought work should be fun. And p- you have to be really passionate about what you do. And I was always really passionate about what I did. I Taking a client, like my, one of my staff members said to me, Lizzie, you know what? Why don't we just take this and see what happens? And no, there's no seeing what happens. You're only as good as your last, you know, success.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I, I mean, you've worked with everyone throughout the years. Is there someone that stands out in your mind of, like, this was a really fun client to work with? Like, they just... I, mean,
0: I can always credit my hip-hop knowledge mm-hmm. and ca- career to, you know, I don't... I call him Puffy to this day and Z. okay? If it wasn't for them, I would not know anything. And Steve Rifkin, I must say. Um, then um, in fashion... I, I, I get, oh, Brittany,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Clive Calder from Jive Records hired me to do Brittany, Back, Backstreet Boys, and NSYNC. And that was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, you know what? You don't appreciate what you were doing until you're not doing. Not not that I'm not doing it. I'm way too old and I have way too many kids and way too many other companies to do all of this. But the reality is, you know, it was, yeah. as someone, either of you or both of you said, it was a very different time then.
1: Yeah. Well, walk me through what it was like. Like, tell me the craziness, the hype when you were working with Britney and NSYNC and Backstreet. Like, I want to know what that was like for you.
0: You know what? My dad, as we all know, is an entertainment lawyer. So I grew up in going to concerts at a very young age. So I wasn't like the starstruck PR person. So you could be famous or you cannot be famous. I didn't care. It's almost like the concept of I didn't know what my dad did until I went to college because every college person must have researched me, okay? And basically, they were like, oh, my God, your dad represents... I was like, okay. Like, it didn't mean anything to me, you know? He was just hustling, you know, and working really hard. And my mom was up by his side. So um, when, by the time I was doing stuff, and everyone always said, oh, your dad got you, your client's... One thing, me and my father always said, like we had one client and but in a different capacity, and that was Tommy Mottola and Sony at the, in the beginning. Okay, Tommy Mottola, yeah, Personal.
2: Okay, he was, yeah, he's married, he was, who used to be married to Mariah Carey,
0: Mariah. Now he's married to Celia, who's mm-hmm. the Mexican like superstar, she's beautiful and she's lovely. Um, but you know, that was the only client Because he was he, he was going through the divorce With Mariah I was doing Hampton clubs um, I loved doing clubs back in the day But, you know, as you get older uh, You know, I remember Being in the Hamptons Pregnant with my oldest son And a press person said, Lizzie And I'm not going to lie, once again Okay, They said, are you pregnant? And I said, why? They were like, we've never seen you with a stomach You know And I didn't have a stomach, but, you know, I was trying to pull it off. And then I went home that night and looked at my, not ex yet, but soon to be ex, okay, husband, and said to him, I said, you know what, I'm never going to a club again. A, I'm pregnant. Okay, this Mm. is back in the, you know, I, I was, yeah, I said and also it's a horrible look. And you know, I'm supposed to to be an image person and I'm in the club with the belly? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I think he gained maybe eight pounds, but okay. But I was I'm that little, so you know, I'm no one everyone thinks I'm really tall. Adam knows I'm not tall, because I've never met you in person. I up until COVID and so breaking my ankle, also, I would wear eight inch hills. So, but I really am barely five-one.
1: Uh, so, so, with Brittany, did you work directly with her, or do you work mostly with like the managers or people around? Oh, I'm just curious well, how that works. At
0: that went. time, she was controlled by Jive Records in the beginning. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Larry Rudolph, who I adore, and his daughter worked for me as well at some point. Mm, like, Pre-COVID, in that time frame, um, now uh, basically, uh, what's it called? He was her lawyer. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'd come up with crazy things. People would call me and basically say, "From England, okay, let's fix up." Okay, uh, Brittany and Prince Harry or William? I forgot you know, honestly which one. Who's she closer to? Uh, William. Uh, William, uh, I think
1: it. I think William.
0: I right, so we we had the best time with this. Okay, we would just go back and forth, and but we would get do these crazy articles that were really more picture. Everyone knew she wasn't dating him. Everyone knew she was dating Justin. I hired a Justin lookalike for her seventeenth birthday. I'll never forget it. And I was like, oh my god! I mean, everyone was like, how did you find that person? I was like, I was a full casting in my office. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I go so like you guys would actually do these like hey she's dating Prince William that's awesome no,
0: no the editors would be the like,
1: editors would call you and say she's dating yeah Prince William. and
0: I would be like and they would be like why don't we do a spread I go a spread I want it a lie like this something that <laughs> doesn't mean anything but. <laughs> you know, it was much more out of the box and being, for all of us involved, for you guys mm-hmm. behind, you know, doing the stories, and for me creating a story that's, you know, but it, it it made no sense. It really made no sense because it was like, but we did, there was one article about her and Prince Harry. I forgot which, um, it was a magazine. I forgot. I was like... <laughs> It was a very pretty article. The, the, mm-hmm. You know, you show Brittany in some park that's not even a park, in my opinion, okay? Like, but it looks like it, the most beautiful castles behind her, you know?
1: So funny.
2: Uh, who, was the, who was the person you was, you know, you were out in nightlife. You saw a lot of people partying and hanging out when you were at that time. Who was the person that was just the, probably the most fun, the life of the party?
0: There was a lot of people. I mean, I have to tell you, the worst were the club owners and the restaurants and the, you know, um, it depends, you know, who is the most fun. I had a list of like the most fun. I remember, you know, it would would be like club lists. Who would it be? Who likes to stay out till 5am in New York city? You know, that kind of thing. Um, But you know, everything was different, and then there became this group. You were involved in it, Adam, okay, that would just go everywhere together. Monday was one place. Tuesday was another. Like, it was going to that point, and we would all just meet up there.
2: So, Yeah. And I
0: then talk- when I had to do an event, and it came out on one of those nights. Guess where the party was at that place?
1: Mm-hmm. So you mentioned how your father was an entertainment lawyer. Um, he represented a bunch of big people like Madonna and Bruce Springsteen. What was it like growing up around these like mega stars? Did you have interaction with any of these people? Did they come Money. over for like parties at your house or anything? I
0: as I told you, one thing I was, no, were they in my house every day? I think my dad's closest with Bruce and Madonna today than he ever was. You know, with, yeah. with trust and loyalty, he's been their lawyer since who knows when, okay? Um, but I don't remember seeing Bruce or Madonna. I met really Madonna through Ingrid Caceres in Miami. Mm -hmm. They're in Miami right now. They're doing opening liquid and bar room with Chris.
1: Okay. Interesting. And then going on to like your MTV days and when Power Girls came on, on TV, how how did that come about? How did they go? We want to see an inside glimpse of the PR world. Like I'm just
0: let me just place you this way. If yeah. I everyone loved it and it was so poorly rated with its two million viewers every week. Okay, but whatever the media wants to say. <laughs> I, people will kill for two million. You know this, yeah. okay? 100%. You know this. Okay, but it was v- It took a year to film. It was, it wasn't my company. That was the problem. It was, was like, I was my own worst publicist. I sound like an idiot. Okay. Like I would never do it again, but I would do, I would produce a reboot, which we've been asked to do. Not with the original people in it. Okay, but just to do something, Um, not necessarily for MTV, but people love that show. It showed the white party for Puffy. It showed Fashion Week behind the scenes. What I did show was real access and how it really worked. And then when I watched it back, I'm like, holy shit, I'm giving away every trade secret I have, (laughs) who my friends are. And I was like, okay, game over. Yeah. A lot of magazines uh, wouldn't let their people talk on camera with me or on a phone call with me. And they were smart in retrospect looking back.
1: No, yeah, because it's being filmed, right? So anything they say is going out there publicly. I
0: mean, about my event the night before and say, must be in, you know, uh, by X or Y or, you know, whatever day it was. Because, you know, you're only – everything, you know, it's like – what they, what's the famous line that they say about, like, the news? Like, thank God for online news now. It's, mm-hmm. it's so up to the minute.
1: Yeah. Is there anyone that would be, like, your dream client, someone that you've never worked with that you would love to just have that time to represent them?
0: You know what? At one point, I probably would have said yes, who that person is. I don't know. Right now, I think I, I've i been fortunate enough to work with so many great people listen i'm not closing my office doors but you know intro very interesting people come to me Mm -hmm. you know and as i said i know what i'm good at and what i'm not so i'm not going to do something that i'm not good at um i'm trying to think that's a good question because I'll never, everyone always asks me the same question about politics. Would you ever do that? Would you ever be? No. (laughs) I don't know. But, you know, I think there was a misconception during an election that I was like, you know, whatever the case is. But um, I think that politics is off the table with me because I represent people who have different opinions. And I'd like... I want to get into. I honestly, I don't know. I, I have to tell you, at least I touched upon anything that interests me. I know what works. Like mm-hmm. I was, a, you know, I was a, a PR commentator on the, all the news channels. I see that light. I have the Cindy Brady complex. Yeah. So yeah. i I I know I'm a better behind the scenes person. Okay. But I. All of you, like Adam, like y- even you, y- we all grew up together. So the people who were on the bottom are now on the top. Yeah. Think about it. It's
2: cool. No, it's true. It's Lizzie, kinda- as, a pu- as a publicist, okay, if you have someone, if you're representing someone who's high profile and they're dating someone who's high profile, do you call that other person, that other client's publicist and say, okay, my client's doing your client. Let's work together to kind of control the narrative of the stories that are coming it's in. Can you real, let me know if you're getting real. inbound calls? Like, how does that work?
0: If it's real, yeah. I mean, do I set up clients with clients? The clients with other people? Of course, we all do that. Okay. Um, but when it's really real, it starts becoming like Instagram and you guys interview, not you guys. or so video video. The Blast or TMZ interviews, you know what I'm saying? You get them cold, you bust them, you know? That's the best footage. That's when you really have to be like, come on, guys, now you're really busted. What are we doing, okay?
1: So... But going back, so there, we've often talked about this that there is this like people will do fake relationships because it works really well for press. Have, have you been involved in the the fake relationships? Just get people yeah, out there and I, have I them go on think, a date. I don't
0: think it makes any sense unless it's like a huge someone with a up and coming someone, and honestly, it never works. It, it, everyone knows.
1: Yeah, people can smell it, right? People can smell that it's yeah. not not real.
0: Yeah. Like the in the, the beginning, day. I will tell you, I screwed up on one thing. I I thought Sean Mendez and yeah, you know, um, Camila, Camilla. Uh, Camilla, sorry, um, was uh, a fraud from day one. Not this time, but in the really in the beginning. But guess yeah. what? It wasn't. So I even I don't know everything. We all don't now.
1: So, that's true. As
0: a publicist, I, do you,
2: do you. know? I'm sorry, Dex. What did you say?
1: No, no, no. I was just going to sound off and say Yeah, I, I was the same in the same boat as you, Lizzie, at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is totally a PR relationship. There's no way these you two are real. I don't know
0: why we thought that, but that's fine, you know? <laughs> and, then,
1: and then they lasted for a really long time. I was like, oh, damn, I was They're wrong. They're still it's just together. Funny. Yeah. Like, it, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let me answer this. Do you do you ever have clients that say, listen, I think this actress or this other celebrities, cute, can you hook me up? And then do you call their team and say, hey, listen, this person's interested. Yeah, I mean,
0: I get ridiculous asks. So let's put it to you this way, 99.9% never happens. I know the actor. I get asked for Bradley Cooper. Oh, who doesn't have a crush on Bradley Cooper, okay? Maybe not me, but I mean, I think he's a great guy. He was on Power Girls. (laughs)
1: <laughs> when you when you like look for a story to see if it's true, where do you go? Like what is the website that you go to that you trust?
0: To be honest with you guys, TMZ and people.com. Yeah. And okay. Page Six and the New York Post.
1: <laughs> yeah, I it's funny because I I asked that to a lot of people, just like which site?
0: Is there one got? go to? No, because one okay. one time. One TMZ puts up people, uh, you know, posts or you know what I'm saying. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, or Hollywood Reporter is very is a great publication. I like that as well. And for, everyone everything fits a purpose, but if it's breaking entertainment celebrity gossip, it's TMZ, People, or Page Six. Reality on page six, they really like that.
2: How much does PR typically charge? Like how much I am. What's, I, I, work? I, every company's different and I don't feel like that. Not your prices. And is there an average of like how no. break it down what
0: No, I, I, I there are companies who are very smart. Though so it's the they play the numbers games, okay? But then you give them zero attention. The people who pay the least are, are the most needy in any business. So I'd rather have, be a leaner, meaner machine.
1: Do you do you pass on people like if Kanye Every came to week. you?
0: Every like day If, if like Kanye so,
1: comes, you're like, eh, it's just not worth my, my yeah, energy. Not, no, I, I always say be. this.
0: It's not worth the check because the check mm-hmm. t- will only bring me problems. I have no problem ripping up a check and handing someone back the money. That's my problem. Because honestly, like if someone misrepresents themselves, I had a client come to me, great voice, everything, not recently, this is years ago. Um, they won Idol, okay? They chose not to tell me. They were stuck in a deal for five years, okay? Like, they, they, I, I don't watch those shows. I it, Listen, when you're listening to music to, for the past, how many years of my company? I'm a little tapped out. And being a high schooler like with the rest of us, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, before that, in college, I went for a brief period of time, but I did live in Boston. And I went on tour. I, worked, I was an intern at Sony, and I went on tour with InSync. And not InSync. I'm sorry. Donnie Wahlberg is Donnie back.
1: Wahlberg, um, yeah. How how competitive are publicists with each other? Like, is I'm not there
0: competitive because you know what? I I totally do something different. I offer some different care. And uh, again, to my clients, I, you know, I'm like more or less, a, you know, worker deals are like a 360 company, Uh you know, deals. I'm a 360 company when it comes to talent management, okay, uh, PR, and if they have a script that I think is interesting, I'm not putting out a movie for no- just about anyone.
2: I actually think that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's, you know, you said that the clients that pay the least are the most needy. And I get that. And I say this: like, if you're Brad Pitt's publicist, I gotta feel like it's an easy job compared to it's,
0: you know what it like is, Janelle
2: Monae.
0: If you're responding to emails, uh, to me that couldn't be more boring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's why all those personal PR companies do are great. They go on retainer, off retainer, on retainer, off retainer. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, like, like Brad Pitt. It is a novelty client. I would, you know, as a client, any PR person. Is Cindy still doing Brad Pitt?
2: Probably. I mean, uh, I like mean he, Brad, I that's
0: how I know Cindy. Okay, like when I was first starting out, she was, "Wow, Brad, Pitt. that's a great client." To have people in the beginning, "Wow, yeah, Brittany." But they, when I first got Brittany, I couldn't get her arrested. Okay, so let me tell you that. <laughs> so you know, it takes a little time.
1: <laughs> Takes time, yeah. What what was I guess was Brittany the biggest vanity client for you? The the person that got you the most notoriety? Like people were like, "Oh shit!" Like she's represented by Lizzie or like anything like no, that.
0: No, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I've had a great. I have a solid, great group of clients who I've worked with on and off for since I've been in business with. Granted, I think Jay Z is a great vanity client. How's that? I yeah. think that Puff is a great vanity client. I think that Justin and Insync, even Backstreet. I mean, Naomi Campbell, she's an icon, okay? I had Jessica Hart, I'm, you know, I, I've had everyone at one point or another. Wu-Tang, okay, the original Wu-Tang. But it, then again, at the, every time in life since I've had my company, someone else is relevant. Yeah. And I, this is the first time where I feel like my kids are both at boarding school, which I don't love, but they need to be there. One is, here's my mental health scream. Okay. One is dyslexic and one has a really bad ADHD. He makes me look perfectly sane. <laughs> Insane. Uh, no, perfectly sane. That's better. But um, I think that, um, again, you know, you want to have the clients. Like, I'm not going to take on someone who someone else created. Mm-hmm. Also I'm friends with a lot of the PR people. Like at this point in my life, I don't care that much to like be catty and petty. I'm too old for that.
1: Yeah, I got one last question for you before we let you go, and I think Adam might have one more. But you know, we talked a little bit about like this crisis PR, and you've been doing a bunch of that during COVID. So when when publicists go into damage control, what exactly are you guys doing? What what is?
0: I mean, you first I research. I never saw a client without. Looking into it, okay, and really getting the e- documentation, dotting my eyes and crossing my t's. I annoy everyone by saying that, but I really am one of those people. And then that's it one, two, three. Because I, my advice to everyone is settle, yeah. Like, honestly, why go through this forever and ever be dragged through the mud, you know? So, if there really is like yeah, everyone settles.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: think? Our, uh, uh, I heard. Of, what's his name? Army Hammer is got off.
1: So, so he when you when, off. So when you're thinking of crisis PR, you're talking about like lawsuits and stuff. But I, I, I guess I'm. I mean, what, like,
0: what is a crisis to you?
1: To me, it's. Getting fired from a big show—it's saying something stupid. It's saying a racist remark, anti-Semitic remark.
0: Again, that's a one-two-three thing because we put out one statement and bye-bye. If a network that I'm working for is firing people because they were made a racist comment, not 27 years ago—that's my big problem. I think people are young and dumb, uh, including myself, when, when I was a kid, and. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, they all say go on at a certain age. So they can't really be responsible when kids are doing things because kids should not be on these. Again, I have two teenagers who are not of age and are both on all the platforms, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying I'm not an offender, a mom offender, I'll call myself, of giving my kids social media. But they go to 40.
2: My last question for you is: I feel like every publicist—I'm not saying you—but you know—it's always the same response. If there's a death in the family, if there's a divorce, if there's a breakup, it's always the same PR announcement. It's saying, you know, please give—we'll keep our privacy. Is that something you have? Is it like the standard thing that you guys? Uh, Of
0: course, I start with that if I don't know the person, but. But long story, basically, I'm very honest, because I'm an open book with my life. So if they're coming to me, they know my history. They know what I've been through, what I've gone, you know, the press I've gotten. There was a day I said, no more press. I said, that's it, you know. Um, so I think that if you're coming to work with me, you know, you're signing up for.
1: Yeah. Lizzie, it is. not a mystery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs>
1: Lizzie, this has been awesome. I I love talking to people on the inside of Hollywood, the people that really. Me too.
0: I love it. It's just so fun
1: are like making the stars or keeping people relevant because that is one of the hardest jobs out there. People, people think that, Oh, I I can help get press. Press is not an easy thing to get.
0: Yeah. And you're right. You don't want to, you hypothetically call you up, interview this, nobody you'll say yes to me. It'll never make it on the air. Okay. (laughs) You know what goes on here. And I probably would say to you at some point, do me a favor. Uh, The years ago, when I realized you just don't take a client because some record label or some company says it'd be the next best thing, it it doesn't work that
1: way. Yeah. No, we we get that quite often. Um, We'll get the, yeah, we'll give you our client. But first, can you have on so-and-so? And And we're like, come on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's why I never do package deals.
1: Oh, that's that's always a, a stab to the heart. Yeah, we'll give you this big client. But uh, we're gonna thank make you. this really hard for you to get to the big client. We got to have you interview three other people first. It's always a, a game. But I, I, again, thank you so much for taking time it's out of your day and, and thank hanging you out with guys.
0: us. It's been great to speak to you, and it's good to see you.
1: And, and give everyone you. your your uh, Instagram handle if they want to go follow you on IG.
0: Well, I have two. Hold on, I can give you my <laughs> personal is Lizzie. L i z z i e underscore Grubman, and then I always get confused because we had to, I got hacked. So Instagram changed my company one to L i z z i e G r u b m a n dot m g m t.
1: All right, I love it. Well, thank you, thank you, thank so you. Thank I, you
0: guys I, for having me. It was great speaking to both of you. That was fun.
1: That was fun. I she was one of those people that I've had on my list of like she'd be a really great guest. It took a little while to like uh, get it all scheduled out, but I'm happy it happened you know she's she's fun. she's interesting and I, I don't she didn't talk as much like she really has represented freaking everyone in the industry everyone
2: everyone at a young age too,
1: yeah, and it's like
2: trust I mean she was working with them when they were young as well, but you know, let's just say, for example, P. Diddy, let's say Britney Spears. Britney Spears, at the height of her career, was working with Lizzie when she was still a young kid. And Mm -hmm. it says a lot. And Lizzie would definitely say and undermine it, but she was a – I asked her during the interview, but she was a very powerful person. You know, if you wanted to get to – Brittany, you couldn't DM her on Instagram. You had to go through her publicist, and she was the gatekeeper. And then yeah. when it came, then Lizzie was taking over nightlife. She had all the clubs, and if you want to get in the clubs, you either needed to know the guy in the door and know the owner of the club, or know Lizzie. So she was she was important. She was she, a very It was fun funny, because
1: she she downplays it. She's like, oh, I've done this. Oh, I've had these, but like for, for people that didn't know her name before this podcast, Lizzie is freaking enormous. She is she has been in this game for a very long time. She knows everyone and everyone knows her.
2: Yes. uh, Thank you guys for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe is the best thing to do to support us. Also, if you want to support us, leave a review. Please, please keep the reviews coming in. It really means a lot and we'll actually read your review live on air. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We have a private Facebook group called Off The Record. I highly suggest you joining it. It's a really cool, fun community where you guys can talk to us. We talk to you and It's just great. Uh, Follow me at at Glenn, follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. We'll see you guys next week.
1: A Huda Media Production.